Amen. Maraming salamat sa prayer na yon. Alam niyo po, nakaka-encourage talaga na everyone is really uh, into this uh, uh, sermon uh, time. Uh, through that prayer, we also are uh, saying na we are uh, ready to listen sa salita ng Panginoon. So, uh, Merry Christmas sa ating lahat. Ayan, sa ang ganda ng uh, decoration ng ating uh, sanctuary, puri ng Panginoon. Dahil dito nga raw sa Pilipinas ay uh, from September pa lang ay nagse-celebrate na tayo ng Christmas. Ang amazing lang sa ating Christmas celebration ay mayroon pang munang Halloween. So nakapagit na yung dark pero ba- babalik din ang liwanag. Ayan. So puri ng Panginoon dahil uh, isang mensahe din yun, no as we reflect that despite of... Uh, the presence of uh, bad things sa buhay natin, there is always a message na the Lord is Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ is always there. Amen? Siya ang purpose why we celebrate this Christmas. So, um, magandang umaga muli sa ating lahat. At uh, sa umaga pong ito, uh, tayo ay magpapatuloy sa ating series sa sulat ni Pablo sa mga Colossian Believers as he tries to give them a warning against false teaching as well as encouragement and instruction on how to battle such faulty and dangerous teachings na nangyayari sa simbahan nila. So inexplain na po natin yan sa mga nagdaang mensahe kung ano yung nangyayari sa loob ng uh, simbahan sa Colossians uh, sa Colossae noon. At uh, that, that is why ganito uh, ang pamamaraan o way ni Paul sa pagsusulat sa kanila. So, um, buksan natin ang ating uh, Biblia sa Colossians chapter 2 verses 16 and 19. So, dito po manggagaling ang mensahe for today. For our scripture reading, ang sabi po dito, Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival, or a new moon, or a Sabbath. These are the shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. So yan po yung uh, i-take note natin na magiging message na uh, panggagalingan ng message for today. But let me ask you first, what do you remember from the sermon two Sundays ago? So it was uh, Pastor Dante who delivered that message. Ano yung uh, something na maaalala natin sa mensahe na iyon? So, tinanong ko po uyan kasi uh, remembering it is important in understanding clearly the message for today. So, because as what we have read in our scripture reading kanina lang, the passage started, itong uh, 16 to 19, with the word, therefore. Therefore. So, meaning... This text na ating pag-aaralan for the day is very connected sa last message na yon. Dahil conclusion ito, di ba? Therefore, conclusion ito ni, ng, ng message ni Paul 
Doon naman nga sa sina, uh, itinuro niya o nabanggit sa verses 13 to 15. So, in order to better understand today's message, kailangan ma-recall natin yung message nung two Sundays ago na yun. So, just a quick review lang para, nga sa, para sa benefit ng iba na hindi nakapakinig last time. So, two Sundays ago, ang uh, naituro o natutunan natin from verses 13 to 15 ay, una, man is spiritually dead because of sin. Importante yan na maintindihan natin. And as a result, bilang resulta na iyon that man is spiritual de- spiritually dead dahil nga sa kasalanan, man is condemned and destined for judgment because sa sin nila na yon. However, praise be to the Lord kasi because of Jesus Christ and what He has done on the cross, everyone who now believes in Him, in the Lord Jesus Christ, is already alive, forgiven, and victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So that's a wonderful message to hold on to. Now, after telling these things, or those important truths, nagbigay na si Paul ng conclusion para sa sinabi niya na iyon. At yun nga yung uh, 16 to 19. So, connect lang natin. So, the conclusion is about the responses that should be made in regard to what God has done for the believers, making them alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ. At yun po yung magiging goal natin sa message natin sa umagang ito. We will answer the question, what should our response be to the Lord for making us alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ? Ito yung uh, diniscuss ni Paul doon sa 16 to 19 na uh, kukuhanan din natin ng aral para sa atin din ay uh, since tayo din ay alive, forgiven, and uh, victorious in Christ, so akma din sa atin yung mensahe ni Paul na yan. So, uh, I would like to ask once again uh, for a prayer sa message na ito. Lord, to you and to us this message, we believe that wisdom and understanding uh, come from you. So, Lord God, guide us. May the Holy Spirit speak to us through this message. In Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, so as we uh, go further, as we continue, check natin muli yung verse 16. para sa unang response na inaasahan ni Paul na gagawin ng mga Colossian believers. So da, sabi dyan, therefore, ito na nga, di ba? Therefore, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink or with regard to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath. So sabi ni Paul dyan, let no one pass judgment on you. So actually, hindi po sinasabi ni Paul dito na i-reject nila Ang, ang correction or rebuke sa loob ng kanilang iglesia, especially kung may maling nangyayari, dahi, nangyayari doon. So that's not the point of Paul there. Dahil yun nga ang ginagawa niya dito sa, Colossia, sa letter niya sa, sa Colossians. He was correcting and rebuking the false teaching na nangyayari sa kalagitnaan nila. So ano yung point ni Paul? Ang point ni Paul dito, sa text na ito ay no one. is to act as their judge in regard to food and drink or in respect to a festival or a new moon or a Sabbath day. Huwag nilang hayaan na merong maging judge para sa kanila o i-judge sila in regard to those things na minention niya. So, also, ang ibig sabihin doon, din doon, since they are, they are already alive, 
forgiven and victorious in Christ, dapat ay namumuhay na sila beyond legalism. Or they must go beyond legalism. That's the, that's the first response na ina-expect ni Paul sa ginawa ng Christ sa kanila, making them alive, forgiven, and victorious. Kasi ang tinutukoy po ni Paul doon, uh, check, let us check again yung verse 16, sa sinasabi niya sa food and drink, festival, new, new moon, and Sabbath day, mga Jewish laws po iyon, and practices. So ano-ano yung, yung mga yon? Yung food and drink about Jewish dietary laws yon, O mga pagkain na pwede at hindi pwede nilang kainin. So di po ba, as you read your Bible at nakakabasa ka po sa Leviticus, na-mention po iyon, ito ang power hindi, hindi pwedeng kainin, kapag hiwalay yung, yung uh, kuko, hindi yan pwedeng kainin. May mga example pa doon kung ano yung mga hayop na yon. So yun yung tinutukoy ni Paul John, doon na wag nilang hayaan na mahusgahan sila doon. Pangalawa is yung festivals, new moon at Sabbath day, about jo- uh, Jewish holidays naman yon that must be celebrated. Merong sineselebrate uh, sila yearly, monthly, yung new moon, monthly yan, and weekly, yung sabat, weekly yan. So, ang konsepto po na nakapaloob dito sa verse 16 ay parang sa isang akusado, sa isang krimen. So, yun yung gustong ipakita ni Paul uh, dito. Yung akusado na yon ay nasasakdal sa korte at tinatanong-tanong para usigin. So, ano yung mga tanong na yon? Iniiwasan mo bang kainin ang mga ipinagbabawal na pagkain na sinasabi sa Leviticus? Nagse-celebrate ka ba ng New Moon Festival? Sinusunod mo ba ang patakaran tuwing Sabbath day? So yan, yung parang akusado sa korte. So mga question iyon na passing judgment sa mga Colossian believers that if they fail to do those things, mapapahamak sila sa kamay ng mga evil spirits. They need to continue the observance of those Jewish laws in order for them to remain safe and secured against the attack or oppression of the evil spirits. Yun yung, yung uh, uh, mga false teaching na naririnig nila doon. Pero ang turo ni Paul, they should not let anyone use those things to cast judgment upon them. Dahil nga, they are already alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ. Hindi na sila dapat hinahatulan batay sa mga Jewish law na yon. Alam niyo po, sa panahon natin ngayon, bilang mga Krisyano, ganun din po ang inaasahan sa atin. We must reject legalism. We go and live beyond it instead. Ano ba ang legalism? Kanina pa natin sinasabi yung legalism. Probably alam natin na parang merong negative connotation yung legalism, di po ba? According sa isang encyclopedia about Christianity, ang legalism daw ay direct or indirect attachment of behaviors, disciplines, and practices to the belief in order to achieve salvation and right standing before God. Merong behaviors, disciplines, itong kailangan gagawin para magkaroon ka ng kaligtasan, para maligtas ka o para maging krisyano ka at malugod sa iyo ang Diyos. Mag-gain mo yung favor ng God. Yan ang ibig sabihin uh, according sa encyclopedia about Christianity ng 
legalism. So nakita natin sa, according din sa definition, talagang we must reject legalism and go beyond it. Hindi tayo dapat uh, mag, nagpapasakop sa legalism. Kasi ang binibigyan po ng emphasis dito sa legalism ay yung need or essentiality to perform certain deeds in order to gain salvation. Dapat mga, tayo mga Krisyano, hindi ganoon ang mindset natin. We must, we must go beyond it, that kind of judgment. Kasi nga bilang mga Krisyano, tayo po ay iniligtas na ni Kristo. Yun po ay hindi dahil sa ating mga nagawang mabuti, kahit nga even yung prayer of acceptance natin, yung, yung, act, yung act na iyon, hindi iyon talaga yung main reason bakit tayo ay naligtas. Kundi by grace through our faith in Him. Do you believe that? Believe it because yun nga po yung sabi sa Ephesians 2 chapter 8 verse uh, chapter 2 verses 8 to 9. Sabi doon, for by grace. Sabi ano ang ibig ng grace? Ito ay no work. Just talagang uh, blessing, decision ng God, favor ng God. You have been saved through faith. Ginamit ng God ang faith but it is by grace tayo iniligtas. This is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. Tinanggal ng God ang anything, any concept, any idea, anything na masasabi that naligtas tayo dahil meron tayong ginawa. We have done nothing. It is truly by grace of God. So, Ano pong ibig sabihin noon? This is a hard truth na talagang parang something that talagang nagpalaya sa akin nung narinig ko ito. Ang ibig pong sabihin noon, we must stop saving ourselves. Stop saving yourself. Stop making yourself feel safe and secure through reading the Bible or by praying every day or with your attendance sa church service kapag Sunday. Those things do not maintain your salvation and does not gain you any favor from God. So minsan po ba ay nakakaramdam tayo o nakakaramdam ka na nakaka-pressure o nakaka-burden na ang manatiling krisyano? O nakakapagod maging krisyano? I am talking about pagpapanatili ng pagiging krisyano. Nakaka-pressure at nakaka-burden, probably kasi kailangang bantayan ang ikinikilos o sinasabi kapag tayo ay nasa, loob, nasa labas ng sambahan. Iniisip natin kailangang iwasan makagawa at makapagsabi ng mga bagay na hindi dapat nakikita o naririnig sa isang krisyano. Then everyday, mayroon sa ating itinuro o tinuturo na kailangang gagawin. Pagkagising o bago matulog, kailangang magpray. Kailangan ding mag-devotion at magbasa ng Bible. Kailangan, meron pang encourage, uh, meron pang sinasabi na kailangan one year, maganda kung mabasa natin ang buong Bible. Kapag Wednesday naman, kailangan umated ng prayer meeting. Kapag Sabado, kung ikaw ay part ng praise and worship, punta ka doon para mag-practice. At kung hindi naman, mag-prepare ka para sa kinabukasan, plansyahin mo na ang iyong damit. Para, para kinabukasan, Sunday, maka-attend ng worship service. At sana ay, ah, dapat ay huwag malalate. So, iniisip natin 
kailangan gagawin ang mga iyon para hindi mawala ang blessing ng God at ang pagiging Kristiyano. Brethren, if you are thinking that way, and if you believe that the purpose of Bible reading and prayer and attending Sunday services and prayer meetings is for the maintenance or preservation of your salvation or the basis for other people to think and say, oh yes, that one is really a Christian. You'll always have to prove that you are a Christian with those things, religious things that you have to do. That is a big mistake, I tell you. And that belief must be corrected. Why? Because that is still living under legalism or attaching behaviors, disciplines, and practices to achieve salvation and right standing before God. So let us stop it. Wala rin po kasi iyong ipinagkaiba sa mga itinuturo ng mga false teacher sa Colossus na para manatili silang safe and protected against the oppression of the evil spirits ay dapat magpatuloy pa rin sila sa pagsasagawa ng mga religious activities and practices na iniutos ng Diyos sa mga Israelita in the Old Covenant. Now probably, I hope, hindi po, baka nakakonfuse na tayo. No. So kung hindi naman pala essential ang mga spiritual disciplines na yon, like Bible reading and prayer at maging ang pag-aten ng Sunday services, fellowships and prayer meetings sa ating kaligtasan at sa pag-gain ng favor ng God, eh bakit kailangan pa natin gagawin ang mga yon? Di ba? Bakit mayroon pa rin tayong discipleship program? Like we, we do this sa simbahan natin, like Life Group, LG, or yung class 101 nga, and 201, and etc. Na doon dinuturo nga, di po ba, yung mga bagay na gagawin natin. Para saan at ano pala ang purpose ng mga spiritual discipline na yun? So, we need to go to verse 17 upang maklarify natin ang ibig sabihin ni Paul sa verse 16 about rejecting legalism. So, let us go to Colossians 2.17. Ang sabi ni Paul dyan sa Colossians 2.17, These are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Again, these are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. So, dito po, mas binigyang linaw ni Paul kung ano ba ang purpose ng Jewish or Old Testament laws at ang mga spiritual disciplines nga na yun. Attend to the human, uh, go, uh, uh, celebrate Sabbath, uh, offer to the synagogue, like that. So, ang sabi niya po dyan, these things are a shadow of the things to come. Yung this na sinasabi niya doon ay mga Jewish laws nga. Yung na-mention na niya sa 16. Food and drink, festival, new moon, Sabbath day. According to Paul, anino lang daw nang paparating ang mga Jewish law and spiritual practices na yun. Ano pong ibig sabihin ni Paul doon na anino lang yon a shadow of the things to come? So let me explain it through an example. So sino po dito yung narito na nung 1990s? Narit, na, buhay na tayo nung 1990. May isip na nung 1990. So nung 1990, kung maaalala niyo po, Nakaranas ang ating bansa ng matinding power shortage, di po ba? 
Dahil po sa kakulangan ng supply ng kuryente, nagkaroon ng malawakang rotational black, uh, blackout sa time na yon. Hindi ko lang maalala kung nationwide or Luzon area yon. Nation, nationwide. Nationwide yung blackout na yon. I was around uh, nine or ten years old at that time. <laughs> so, <laughs> yung mga teenager doon, alam na alam niyo po yan. <laughs> anyway, so dahil po halos gabi-gabi, no, walang kuryente noon, so yung mga kabataan noon ay naghanap ng mapaglilibangan. So isa sa mga naisip namin, maliban of course sa taguan, gusto-gusto namin yung magkaroon ng taguan at that time, Kapag hindi po kami makalabas, ang ginagawa namin, nililibang namin yung aming sarili sa pagkawa ng something mula sa anino. Kasi di po ba, gasera noon, ang lagi mong kasama o kandila sa gabi para magbigay ng liwanag. So gumagawa po kami ng mga iba't ibang mga hayop mula doon sa anino na yon. So yung ibon, di ba yung ganon, yung ibon, yung koneho, pahirapan kami no, kung ano ang gagawin na mga anino. No. So, kung ano yung, kung, o kung alin ang mas pinakamalapit yung itsura, alimbawa, mas mukha siyang aso, uh, yung, hindi yung gumagawa, kung hindi yung ginagawa niya. No? So kung mas mukhang aso yung anino, siya yung mas bida at sikat sa time na yon. So parang siya yung, siya yung uh, magaling. So isip na naman ng ibang anino. Pero po, no need to tell, no need to tell it, aware po kami na those are not real animals but just a shadow. Mawawala din ang mga iyon kapag nagkaroon na ng kuryente at dumating na ang liwanag. Not real, but a shadow. And that's the point of Paul sa verse 17. When he explained to the Colossians that the Old Testament laws and practices are just a shadow of the things to come, ang point niya doon ay those things are not real. But the uh, but ang reality or sometimes ay uh, sub, substance ay si Kristo. The substance or reality of those things belongs to Christ. So temporary lang po ang purpose ng mga iyon at magtatapos din pagdating ng takdang panahon. Yun nga ay sa pagdating ni Kristo. Therefore, since the Colossians are already Christian and are already alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ, what they must believe in is that Christ has already fulfilled the law and also the requirement of God for righteousness. Yung mga shadow na yon ay nawala na, dumating na ang substance, dumating na ang reality ng mga shadow na yon si Christ. So let us remember, again, background lang po, yung observance of the law na ginagawa ng mga hudyo. hudyo no? Mga Israelita sila, tapos nasakop sila ng Babylon, naubo sila, natira yung mga hudyo. Kaya po sa time ni Jesus Christ, mga hudyo na lang. No? So yung mga law, law, pag-observe ng law na yon ay bunga po ng old covenant o kasunduan na nabuo between Yahweh and the Israelites na nag-umpisa kay Abraham. Maalala natin yun, di ba? I will be your God, sabi niya kay Abraham, and you will be my people. Then, mas pinagtibay pa po iyon sa time ni Moses. 
Nung kinausap uli ng God si Moses and binigyan ng God commandments of the law, mas pinagtibay yung yung uh, covenant na yon at ang ginawa ng God is binigyan sila ng mga laws for them to know how to live as people of God. How to be how to to uh, Uh, how to know the righteousness and the justice of God upang maging iba sila doon sa mga other nations na hindi kumikilala sa tunay na Diyos kay Yahweh. So, ang sabi po ng mga Bible scholars, there are 613 Bible references na naglalaman ng isa o higit pang commandment ng God sa bawat reference na yon. So ilan yon? Merong isang reference na dalawa ang commandment doon. At uh, et cetera. So, yung mga kautusan na iyon, ang mga dapat susundin ng mga Israelita who were under the Old Testament or covenant then. Yung Old Testament, ibig sabihin nun, ay covenant. Ang covenant is parang kasunduan nga. O, uh, uh, agreement between Yahweh and His people. So, ilang example po ng sinasabi natin ng mga otilos na yon In Leviticus 3.17, yung iniutos sa kanila, you must never eat any fat or blood. This is a permanent law for you and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you, li- you live. And then sa, another example sa Numbers 28.11, on the first day of each month, ito po yung new moon, present an extra burnt offering to the Lord of two young bulls, one ram, and seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Yun ang pinapagawa sa kanila. And then isa pa, last na example, Exodus 2010, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. At ito yung gagawin nila kapag Sabbath day. Three examples lang yan, 613 Bible references na kailangan nilang gagawin. God created those laws and gave them to the Israelites through, most, through Moses to teach them, gaya nabanggit natin kanina, the righteousness and justice of God so they, so they may live as righteous and just people of God. Pero base nga sa nabasa natin, natutunan natin sa Old Testament uh, stories, no one among the Israelites had ever perfectly fulfilled each of those laws kundi si Jesus lamang. Only Jesus. Si Christ ang siyang nag-fulfill sa law ng God with His obedience to God's will even to the point of death. And so, He becomes the righteousness and justice of God na hindi kailanman na isagawa ng mga Israelita. Kaya nga po sa pagdating ni Kristo, tinapos na rin niya ang purpose kung bakit may Old Testament law or Jewish laws. Kaya nga po ang sabi ni Paul sa verse 17, again, these are a shadow of the things to come, but the substance or the reality belongs to Christ. Ibig sabihin, ang araw-araw na ginagawang pagsunod ng mga Krisyano kay Kristo with their spiritual disciplines and practices, katulad na na-mention natin, Bible reading, prayer, attending to Sunday service, and etc., even doing ministries, ay hindi dahil sa obligation, but dahil sa appreciation to what Christ has done. Hindi tayo po obligado o naobligan na gawin iyon kung hindi we worship God. We thank 
Jesus dahil sa mga iyon. Bilang mga, mga Krisyano, we do not feel obligated to read our Bible or to pray or to unday attend Sunday services or prayer meeting. We do those things or we are doing those things because we choose to do it and we love doing them. We love doing those things. It is our joy and pleasure to read our Bibles because we want to know more of God and His will. We pray every day and we attend prayer meetings because we are in love with the Lord our God. We are glad to be able to talk with our Heavenly Father and give thanks to Him in a prayer. We attend Sunday services because we adore our Almighty God. We love to hear and learn from His words and we want to praise Him for all the good things He has done for us. We give generously because we are grateful to God. He has never leave us nor forsaken us and is always providing for our needs. We practice We participate in different church ministries like teaching or praise and worship leading and other ministries because we are pleased to serve our Lord and Savior. Lahat po ng iyon ay ating ginagawa at marami pang iba, hindi upang mapanatili natin ang ating pagiging krisyano, kundi dahil tayo ay mga krisyano na. Nagbubunga na lang ang ating pagiging krisyano with doing those things joyfully, enthusiastically, and committedly. So let us be reminded or probably corrected or rebuked if you feel burdened na sa pagsasagawa ng mga bagay na iyon, baka nawawala na ang focus natin kay Christ. Na napofocus na tayo sa mga bagay na kailangan kong gawin iyon, kailangan kong gawin ito, kailangan kong pumunta doon. Let us focus our eyes in the Lord Jesus Christ and the purpose of those things. We do those things because we love Christ. We do those things because tayo ay tin- tayo ay iniligtas na ni Kristo. All the righteousness has already overcome by the Lord Jesus Christ. We do not anymore think, paano ba ako magiging righteous? Kung hindi, paano ba ako mag- magiging tapat sa Panginoon? At paano ba kumikilos ang Panginoon sa buhay ko? Because that's the purpose of the Holy Spirit sa buhay natin. To sanctify us. To make us pure and righteous. Not tayo, paano ko ba magiging mapaparighteous ang sarili ko. Kaya po, let us remember, we are already alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ. If we believe that, lilitaw na po yung mga bagay na yon and mas enjoy pa natin na gagawin ang mga bagay na yon. Hindi na nakakatakot, hindi na nakaburden ang mag-ministry, hindi na nakaka-pressure, o hindi na nakakainis ang laging papaalalahanan na magbasa ng Bible. Or when you sing, clap to the Lord, because out of our joyfulness and praise kay God, kaya napapalakpak tayo sa kanta. So since we are already alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ, as, as a response to that, let us continue to uphold that Christ is the fulfillment of the law and the righteousness of God. Na kay Kristo na natin ang pag-fulfill na yon. Kaya po wala nang puwang o lugar pa ang burden o kabigatan sa ating puso sa ating pagsunod kay Kristo. 
Dahil tinapos na yan ni Christ, we just follow Him. Because we are sure He is with us. Now, in verses 18 to 19, nagpatuloy si Paul sa pagtuturo sa mga Colossians. Sa Colossians there is another response doon. So yun second, ito, ito ang second response. Sa 18 and 19, there is another response na inaasahan si Pablo na makikita niya mula sa mga Colossian believers. Ganito po yung sabi doon. Magsimula muna tayo sa verse 18. Sabi dyan, Let no one disqualify you, insisting on asceticism and worship of angels, going on in detail about visions, puffed up without reason by his sensuous mind. So dito po sa verse 18, as a warning, naglista si Paul ng mga example ng iba't ibang pamamaraang ginagawa ng false teacher upang subukang i-disqualify. Ibig sabihin, not qualified for salvation or not qualified for the favor of God. So yun yung ginagawa ng false teacher para sa, uh, sa mga genuine Colossian believers sa kanilang faith in Christ. So ano-ano po yung nilista ni Paul? Isa doon, mga example lang po ito. na nangyayari, most probably doon sa loob ng simbahan. Ang isa doon is yung asceticism. Ano yung asceticism? Iyon ay severe self-discipline and avoidance of all forms of indulgence. So dapat talagang matindi yung self-discipline at talagang bawal magkaroon ng pleasurable things. No? Kaya nga, avoidance of all forms of indulgence. Actually po, As a Christian, it is good if we can develop spiritual self-discipline. Kaya po delikado ito kasi natwi-twist na. Kasi parang kapag sin- pag iniwasan nila ito, self- hindi na, wala nang self-discipline. Pero actually, in Christian uh, living, necessary po ang spiritual discipline. Kasi kailangan po natin iyon for a consistent, quiet time and devotion. Kung wala tayong self-discipline, talaga hindi natin ma-maintain yung... yung Uh, Bible reading and prayer. Uh, even yung prayer and fasting, kailangan natin yun, yung from time to time, kailangan natin ng self-discipline doon. As well as being regular sa pag-attend ng LG meeting at uh, other church activities, prayer meetings, Sunday service, kailangan po ang self-discipline. However, ang asceticism na kinokontra ni Paul ay matinding self-discipline. Yun bang sobra-sobra na yung religious practices and activities to the point na pinababayaan naman na yung need ng katawan for rest and relaxation. Nagkaroon po ako ng classmate sa Bible school na yan. Kapag nasa klase po, hindi po siya nakakapakinig talaga ng, ng uh, lecture o ng discussion na, sa klase kasi tulog siya. Ganun-ganun palagi. Kala mo nag amen pero ganun-ganun siya. Nung kinausap ko siya, Inexplain niya kasi sa simbahan namin, every morning we have to wake up 3 a.m. para sa aming don't watch. Every day. Then meron pa silang activity sa gabi, sa worship service sa gabi. So matutulog sila around 12, gigising sila ng 3, papasok sa, sa school. So talagang hindi niya kaya, nahihirapan siya. Severe self-discipline. Sobra-sobra naman na. na paggagawa ng practices. So sabi ni Paul, huwag yan. Huwag nating hayaan na i-disqualify ka dahil dyan. Pangalawa is uh, worship of angels. So iyon naman ay yung paghingi ng tulong sa mga anghel para sa proteksyon nila mula sa evil spirits. So kumbaga, pupunta muna sila sa angels or para bang mga guardian angels na yun ang kausapin nila 
uh, para tutulong sa kanila sa protection. Ang mali doon ay seeking the favor of angelic beings and thinking that necessary ang tulong ng mga angel para sila ay magkaroon ng protection mula sa evil spirits. Para kay Paul, it is equal sa pag-dishonor kay Christ at sa kanyang pagiging Panginoon and it, it is equivalent na to worshiping angels. Sa madaling salita po, kapag ang pag-asa at security ng isang tao o maging isang Kristiyano ay naitutuon na o naipofocus na sa anumang bagay other than God or kay Christ, maging iyon man ay hanap buhay, pleasurable activities o sa isang minamahal o kapamilya man, kasing kahulugan iyon sa pagsamba doon which is, in, which is an abomination to God na tanging dapat nating sasambahin pararangalan at paglalaanan ng prioridad. So isa pa yung detailed visions o yung mga mystical insights na probably ay nakabase sa sinasabing na experience ng false teacher na yon. At para nga kay Paul, uh, sabi sa verse 18, iyon ay puff up without reason by the false teacher's sensuous man, mind. Ibig sabihin, pagmamayabang na lang iyon ng false teacher dahil wala namang matibay o konkreto, konkretong batayan ang mga sinasabi niya. Yun ay pawang sa sarili na lang niya galing at wala nang pinagmumulan na ano paman. Kaya ayon kay Paul, ang teaching na hindi galing sa salita ng Diyos o sa scripture ay nagpapakita ng self-pride ng tagapagturo na iyon. Kaya, reject na lang o wag na lang tanggapin. Now, sumunod na. Now, nagpatuloy si Paul sa sinasabi niya sa verse 19. Tuloy lang natin siya sabi doon. Ang sabi doon, And not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body, nourish and knit together through its joints and ligaments, grows with a growth that is from God. So, batay na rin dito po sa verse 19. Actually po, ang fundamental problem sa mga false teachers na iyon ay they were not connected to Christ. Yun talaga ang problem ng mga false teachers. Hindi sila connected. They were unattached kay Christ. They were not attached and holding fast to the head, which is Christ na dahilan kung bakit mayroon pa rin takot sa kanilang mga puso tungkol sa mga pwedeng magagawa sa kanila ng mga evil spirit. Ibig sabihin, ang mga itinuturo nila na pamamaraan para sa kanilang seguridad ay nanggagaling din mismo sa insecure nilang pananampalataya. So kaya gusto nilang maging secure sa attack ng evil spirit, so pinaniwalaan nila iyon, ang nangyayari naman, ang problema, itinuturo nila iyon doon sa simbahan. So, wala kay Christ ang kanilang kasiguraduhan, kaya nandoon yung pangamba sa puso nila kung ano ang mangyayari sa kanila. At since itinuturo na nga nila iyon, itinadamay na nila ang iglesia sa kanilang kinatatakutan na iyon with their faulty and dangerous teaching, kaya sabi ni Paul, it is dangerous and unsecured to listen and believe in them. So what Paul is advocating dito sa verse 19 ay since the Colossian believers are already alive, forgiven and victorious in Christ, it is expected that they are holding fast or abiding to the head which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Ito yung pangatlong response. Ang 
they must abide to the head, and which is the Lord Jesus Christ. So ang image po na ipinapakita dito ay yung the church is the body of Christ and Christ is the head of the church. And as the head of the body, hindi lang po leadership ang pinoprovide ni Christ sa katawan, kundi nourishment, nourishment din para sa bawat miyembro ng katawan o ng iglesia na konektado doon. Just like joints and ligaments. Diba na-mention na yung joints and ligaments? Kasi pinapa-imagine ni, ni, ni Paul dyan kung paano magkakaduktong iyon kaya nagkakaroon ng uh, growth ang bawat part ng katawan. Meron tayong joint dito, meron joint sa tuhod, kaya pag nagkakaroon ng ano tawag doon, yung sa paa ay masakit. Kasi yung joint nagkakaroon na ng problem. So, so Pero ang idea doon ay we are connected in Christ, ang, si Christ ang head natin. Kaya po, sa pamamagitan ng nourishment and connection na iyon, na nanggagaling sa, sa head natin, o sa kay Christ, doon lumalago at nagmamature ang bawat kabahagi ni Kristo. Kaya sabi niya din again sa verse 19, from whom, from whom, the whole body, which is the church, grows with a growth that is from God. So can you, you can imagine it, Kung itong kamay na ito ay naputol, it will, uh, ano tayo, magbubulok. Kasi bakit? Hindi na siya connected sa katawan. No. So, ganoon yung idea doon. Our, every part of the whole body is growing because it is connected. You are growing because you are connected kay Christ. So, bilang mga Krisyano, let us always remember that the kind of growth and maturity that we must be acquiring is the growth and maturity that is from God. And take note, not from the principles, views, and beliefs of the world, kahit gaano pa kaganda ang pagdinig yon, pandinig doon, o pandinig iyon, but from the truths that God has revealed in the Bible. Kasi you will not have the kind of growth na gusto ng Panginoon if we are including sa ating growth yung mga principles ng mundo na hindi naman kalooban ng Panginoon. So let us always remember and cherish it in our heart kung ano ang sinasabi ni Christ sa John 15, 5 and 6. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burned. Nung uh, nabal- naalala niyo po yung balita na merong nahulog ba yun o tumalon sa L artist, naputol yung kanyang kamay. Tapos, kinuha siya, tapos binalik. Naibalik naman. Hindi ko alam paano ginawa, naibalik naman yung kanyang kamay. Pero kung i-ignore lang nila na yung kamay ay hiwalay na lang doon, ano mangyayari doon sa kamay? Okay lang yan. Nandyan lang yan. I, 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 ano lang, ilagay na lang natin ng yelo. Ano mangyari sa kamay? Unti-unti, siguro sa umpisa, parang hindi, walang, parang hindi halata na nabubulok na. Pero unti-unti, mabubulok. That's the point of John 15:56. If you think that you can still continue living your life prosperously and good, disconnected kay Christ, at some point sa buhay mo, you will see that it is beginning to wither. Your life beginning to be magulo because it, we are not connected 
kay Christ. If a person does not have a connection with Christ, there is no growth and maturity na mangyayari sa kanya. He or she cannot accomplish anything good if he or she is not holding fast kay Christ. But, if a person is attached and connected with Christ, there is an assurance in Philippians 1.6. And this is where we will end. Ang sabi dito, ang assurance sa atin ng ating Panginoong Jesus, And I am sure of this, that He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Is this amazing? Is this amazing? Nakaka-relief ito sa pagiging Kristiyano natin. That He, ang God who began a good work in us, will bring it to completion. Who will bring it to completion? Not us. Not the church. Not the pastor. But God. Probably using that church, using our ministries, using our activities, but not that is not the source. The source is God through Jesus Christ. Nakikita natin ang completion natin. So my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, let us always abide to the head of this church, the Lord Jesus Christ, so that we can declare that we are already alive, forgiven, and victorious in Christ and believe that it is not because of us or what we have done, but through Christ, He lives in us. Amen? So those are the truths that Paul has told the Colossian believers in verses 16 to 19. To summarize it, may tatlong katotohanan po ang inaasahan niyang makikita mula sa ating mga Kristiyano bilang response kay Christ for making us alive, forgiven, and victorious. Let us go and live beyond legalism. And also let us continually uphold that Christ is the fulfillment of the law and God's righteousness. And pangatlo, let us abide in Christ daily and the rest of our lives. Purihin ang Panginoon sa kanyang pagliligtas sa atin. God bless us all. In response to God's message, let us all sing this song.
Almighty, you created everything with your world. You created plants, trees, the heavenly beings with your world. We created animals with your world. But we thank you, our mighty Father. You created us with your hands and you breathed on us, giving us soul, giving us life and the, the breath that we breathe came from you. We thank you, Father, for forgiving our sins. We have done many sinful things against you, Father. We thank you for your forgiveness and for the salvation 
that the Lord Jesus Christ has brought upon us. Thank you for saving us from our hard-headedness, for overcoming our sinful heart and cleansing it with the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now we enjoy that salvation. We enjoy that assurance that we are in Christ and we will be complete someday. At the time that you have appointed, we will see the perfection that you want us to have, that you have already planned for us to have. So we thank you, Lord God, that despite the trials and problems and some mistakes, Lord God, still your grace is there. We will continue to believe in what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. We admit that we are weak. We fail. Sometimes we thought that doing things for you uh, is burden. It's tiresome. But thank you for keeping us, for always reminding us that all these things is already fulfilled by our Lord Jesus Christ. We just has to believe in, in Him and focus on what He has done. And the Holy Spirit will help us, enable us, and strengthen us to live righteously in this life, to be a living witnesses with power and authority to bring the message of the gospel the liberating message of the gospel to other people. So we thank you, Lord God, for this church, that we have brothers and sisters na katulad namin, despite of the struggles, we keep on, keeping on, we are going on to live a life that is free. Na pinalaya na ng Panginoong Jesus. Now, with joy and gladness, we will serve Him for we are in love with Him, with the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is our joy and pleasure na maubos ang aming lakas, ang aming panahon sa paglilingkod sa Kanya. It's our joy to serve our Lord and Savior. It's what, what we pray. Amen. Now to Him, now may the God of peace Himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you now and forever. Amen and Amen. God bless everyone. Diyan nagtatapos ang ating worship service. Muwi tayo na dala-dala ang pagpapala, pag-ibig at paglilinis ng ating Panginoon. God bless everyone. Let's meet one another with love. God bless. God bless sa mga nakasama namin via Facebook and YouTube.